You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are able to use your employment rights to support your right to fair treatment at work. This is your legal entitlement. So last week, we looked at your employment rights as a disabled person and we looked at your employer's responsibilities to make reasonable adjustments for you at work to support you to remain in your job and to support you to work effectively in your job. In this week's episode, we look at your employment rights if your employer refuses to either accept your experiences of depression as a debilitating illness that affects you at work and then refuses to make reasonable adjustments for you. We're going to talk about what you can do and the actions you can take if your employer refuses to support you. Point to remember here from last week's episode is that if you don't have a medical diagnosis of depression, which then gives your employer a duty to support you at work, this shouldn't matter. You don't need to have that diagnosis for you to get those reasonable adjustments. But in our experience, it does help. It makes things clearer and it makes things easier. And your diagnosis can come either from your GP or from your employer's occupational health services. The key point here is that your employer cannot simply do nothing when informed by you, the employee, that you need support at work because of a disabling illness and that because of that disabling illness, you need your employer to make reasonable adjustments for you to accommodate that disabling illness. But what if your employer refuses to make those reasonable adjustments? What if your employer just looks at you and says, no, I'm not doing it? If your employer refuses to make reasonable adjustments for you, your employer may be breaking the law. And we say may be breaking the law because the law says that all reasonable adjustments need to be proportionate to the resources of the business or the company. And so, If you are minded to complain about your employer's treatment and refusal to put those reasonable adjustments in place, the test of the adjustments you're asking for being reasonable and proportionate to the resources of the company is the test that a tribunal would use to determine whether the adjustments you asked for were reasonable and within reach of your employer. Now, remember There is no set definition of reasonable, which is why it's important for you to talk about what you need and also why it's important for you to have an occupational health assessment. An assessment that says that you need adjustments at work that is then ignored by your employer can be used as evidence later if you decide to take further action. 
So your employer is refusing to recognise that you have a disabling illness and is refusing to make those reasonable adjustments. The first thing you need to be aware of is that every letter you send to your employer and every conversation you have about your belief in your right to reasonable adjustments is potentially part of your evidence trail. So it helps to get into the habit of keeping copies of every form you complete, every letter and email you write and everything you send to services like access to work or Remploy or to the employer's occupational health service. You also need to make notes of your conversations and include things like the dates and times of your conversations, who you spoke to, what was said and how the conversation ended. The next helpful step to take is to ask for a further meeting with your employer or your manager to talk about your reasonable adjustments request. And you'll remember in the previous edition, we gave you some tips on how to arrange that very first meeting to talk about reasonable adjustments. So this is a further meeting. And you would have this follow-up meeting if your employer doesn't respond or refuses your request. And the importance of having that follow-up meeting is that it will demonstrate to a tribunal, for example, that you took every action possible to give your employer a chance to deal with your reasonable adjustments request. It's best to make the request in writing by email so you can add this letter or email to your evidence trail and you will also have proof of posting or sending that letter. We've included a download template letter which you can adapt and use to request this follow-up meeting. You'll find the link to the download letter in the show notes where you're listening to this episode. The letter makes it clear that you are aware of your employment rights and also your employer's responsibility. And the letter is intended to put your employer on notice about your rights. Hopefully, your employer will read the letter and arrange a meeting to discuss things with you. Once in your meeting, you can decide how much information you give your employer about your condition, understanding, of course, that your employer needs enough information to make a decision. You can use the information in your letter, which you are sending to your employer to ask for that follow-up meeting, because that letter can act as a guide to the information you want to give or expand on during the meeting. And you'll understand the point being made here when you look at the template letter. If your employer believes reasonable adjustments means showing favouritism to you, you should ask your employer in the meeting why they feel this way and make sure these views are recorded. The important point here is to get everyone's views in the record of the meeting so that you have this information for your evidence trail. At this point, your employer will not be aware that you might take further action. So it's important for you to record everything. Once the meeting has ended, ask for the minutes or the notes of the meeting. 
If you're told there is no record of the meeting, create your own record and send a copy to your employer so your employer has the opportunity to read your record of the meeting and to add to your record or remove things from your record. If anything is removed from your record of the meeting that you believe should be in the meeting record, you should raise this with your employer in writing, making it clear that you don't agree with your employer's recollections of the meeting. And here, what we mean is that some employers will take out any reference to you asking for reasonable adjustments because of your disability. And we can't have that. So if that happens, you then write to your employer stating that you don't agree with your employer's recollections of the meeting. Your notes of the meeting then become part of your evidence trail. If after this meeting you still do not get a reasonable response from your employer, the next stage is to lodge a grievance about the treatment you are receiving and also about your employer's refusal to put in place the reasonable adjustments you are asking for. A grievance is a letter of complaint and you should send your letter of complaint to your manager to a different manager or to the person above the person you are complaining about. All companies have a duty to investigate complaints using the three-step procedure. And we spoke about the three-step procedure as early as in episode three of the podcast. In episode three, the reason for the grievance is different, but the process for your employer to deal with your grievance is the same. You'll also find the link to episode three of the podcast in the show notes for this episode. If after your complaint and grievance have been investigated and all meetings have been completed and your employer is still refusing to implement reasonable adjustments for you, the next stage is to appeal the findings of your grievance. A sample copy of a grievance appeal letter which you can use to request that appeal is also included with this episode of the podcast and you'll find the link in the show notes. And in fact, the two letters, that's the letter submitting your grievance and the appeal letter appear in the same download. Now, we understand that negotiating with your employer can be challenging and scary. Being assertive will help you to get the employer to take you seriously and to fulfil their responsibilities. And knowing your employment rights to have your manager listen to your complaints is an important tool you can use to deal with your request for reasonable adjustments. Now, even after you've taken all the possible steps to resolve this issue, Your employer may still refuse and at that stage you may feel you have no choice but to take your complaint of disability discrimination to an employment tribunal. There are two ways you may be able to get legal advice and support to do this. Firstly, you can take your complaint to your trade union and ask for legal representation. Or secondly, 
if you are not in a union or you have just joined the union and therefore you're not entitled to legal representation as a new member, you may be able to get legal representation through your household insurance policy provider because some policies include legal cover for disputes you may have to deal with. You'll need to check your policy or discuss this with your insurer to see if you qualify for this. If you don't, you can also get advice and support from the ACAS helpline or the Equality and Advisory Support Service helpline, the links for which are also in the show notes for this episode. You can represent yourself at tribunal and tribunals are set up for workers to be assisted to do this. And this is one of the areas that we will cover in our bullying and harassment course that will launch in March. If you want to join our waiting list for the course, you'll find the email for that also in the show notes where you're listening to this episode. Finally, Remember that your employer is not doing you a favour by putting reasonable adjustments in place for you. Under the Equality Act 2010, you have a right to adjustments that support you to remain in your job. The key is to know your rights and to not be fearful or have anyone make you fearful of using them. And that's it for this week. Remember that you can find the link for all our letter templates and all our other support links at the bottom of the show notes for this week's episode. And you'll also find the link to join our waiting list for the bullying and harassment course, which will start at the end of March. You can help us by sharing our podcast details with your friends and colleagues and also by leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever you can leave a review. Until next week, have a positive work week. Bye for now.